talking now with uh, Michael Lander. You've probably heard uh, that, uh, unless you live in a cave or somewhere other than Northfield, quite a few development projects going on, particularly in downtown Northfield, and that's what we're going to focus on now. Uh, We have talked with uh, folks from the city, uh, Bruce and Bob, the consultants that have been hired, folks from uh, Rebound and uh, NCC, some of the developers. But uh, now we have Michael Lander joining us with a a company called Lander Group. Michael, thank you so much for coming in. Thanks for having me. We have, uh, let's start off by finding out a little bit about you. You know, we know all the folks at Rebound and Northfield Construction Company, NCC, uh, becoming fast friends with Bob and Bruce and, of course, uh, Ben and uh, the whole city crew as well, but you're kind of the mysterious figure here. Nobody has, uh, probably outside of the small circle of people you've been dealing with, uh, not be, not many people are familiar with you. Tell us about yourself. Well, thank you for the opportunity to do that because we're very excited to be working down here. And one of the challenges is getting the word out about what's going on and be sure that folks are engaged in what's happening and know what's happening. So thanks for the opportunity to share some of mm-hmm. that. I'm here really because of Bruce and Bob speaking of. You know, they've been here for a couple of years working on the riverfront and reimagining that. And when development uh, challenges came up or issues came up, they said, well, you got to come down and talk to the folks in Northfield. And I did because uh, we are real estate developers, you know, uh, more lofty title is urban placemakers because uh, we both do buildings, but also the space between the buildings, the planning for that. And we have built really only on second or third or fourth generation sites. We are redevelopers. So we, mm-hmm. we're building on ground that's already been urbanized or disturbed. We've done a lot of gas stations into new housing, for example. So mm-hmm. we're a number of them. Okay. Uh, so we followed Bruce and Bob down here to learn about what's going on in Northfield. I'd known a little bit about it, but we are very engaged in the segment of the marketplace that's interested in walkability. Mm-hmm. Is one notion I think a lot of people could relate to. Okay. Uh, And downtown Northfield certainly represents that compact place. Let's go back to your group. You you say you've you've been doing it. How long have you been doing this? Have you been in the business all year? It's embarrassing how long I've been doing it. (laughs) I did my first building projects in 1975, uh, and they were floating houses that are still floating in Sausalito, California. Hmm. I couldn't afford land at the time, so I could build the building on on a float. Sold those originally for 37000 and they trade now for over a million dollars. So wow. <laughs> that was my start. But what's the same from all that time is working on the built environment and honestly in kind of the small residential. If there's one thing we do a lot of, it's small residential housing. So we do exclusively multifamily. We don't really build single-family housing. And so those 700-square-foot houseboats, I'm still building 700-square-foot units and buildings now. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I want to give Michael Lander is our guest. Let's talk about some of the developments. Uh, when you originally uh, came to town, it was uh, concerning the 5th uh, uh, and Water Street uh, property, which has uh, kind of evolved a little bit uh, in the short amount of time, last year or two. And now I, I'm looking at your website, and the Lander Group is uh, involved in one way or another with uh, also the Archer House and uh, the 5th from Washington. Uh, can you, are, is this, can you, I guess, explain who the players are in each one and uh, what role they would have? Well, you were right. We did get asked to come and take a look at the redevelopment potential on either side of Fifth at Water Street. The city had looked at potentially redeveloping those sites and invited us to take a look at that. So we uh, were asked by the city to come and see if we could make those happen. They'd done some site acquisition on both sides of the street, but not all of the sites that they hoped would be redeveloped. So we began 
to try to uh, uh, acquire the remaining sites at Fifth and Water uh, and worked for many months on that and weren't actually come able to come to agreement with the folks uh, at the flower shop and the, uh, the other owners on the block there. Um, weren't ready for our ideas at this point, and they're great contributors to Northfield. So after some time thinking we'd be doing our first project there, we moved that program up to 5th and Washington. And what is that program? It's a new municipal liquor store, and it's an inventory or magazine of parking to support the core, roughly 250 spaces, and then it's some liner buildings, and a liner is really like wallpaper. So we won't be looking at a parking ramp. We'll be looking at apartments and mixed-use buildings on the outside of this building, this parking building that we're doing. So it's a mixed-use building. And uh, But the motivators would replace the liquor store, which had been dreamed about for a long time. So we drew that all up down to Fifth and Water and weren't able to make the site acquisition work out so that more or less that same program has moved back to Fifth and Washington, where the city owns the property. But early on, I got I got wind of this Archer business and heard that there was another project up the rebuilding of the Archer house that was in the queue before us. And Bob and Bruce and I recognized, boy, that's going to be the first project to demonstrate this new approach to the riverfront. So I have a second nonprofit group called Build Public, and we bring our same expertise, our same team of smart people. Bob Close and I have worked on practically everything I've done together to work on the public space or the space between the buildings. So we went down to the Archer to talk to the design team there about the goals of the city for that site and what we hope could accomplish and offered to help them. And we were for many months with their initial design team and we just weren't getting too far. So I recommended that we uh, uh, find a new design team with the specific expertise in this assignment. And I was able to attract a, a group from ESG Architects to come work on the Archer with me. We've done a number of projects together, and they're the best I know in my practice. And so we then took the reins to do the design work for the Archer. I sort of started as a volunteer, and I ended up being on the team for Rebound. I'm working for Rebound on that project. So I am the design leader. I'm not the developer. Uh, Brett and Chris are doing a great job, I think, and have real, really, really great intentions for, to give something back seriously to the community the Archer. I said to the Planning Commission last week, I've been doing this for 40 years. This is as challenging an assignment as I've ever had. A precious site, reimagining the river, a beloved historic building that's lost. It's like, what should go back there? Is uh, Our team is up to it, but it is a challenge. So. Yeah, you, you mentioned uh, Chris Canelli. I understand you have a, a bit of a history with uh, Chris. Well, I don't know exactly who your audience is, but I'll start with her mom <laughs> used to babysit me. Uh, we're both from Grand Forks, North Dakota. I'm four generations back in North Dakota. So, you know, I grew up in town, a smaller town like Northfield. And so my roots are in this place. I've traveled a lot and my primary residence is in California now, but um, we go way back. And so, and then Chris used to work for me at the Lander Group uh, in the early aughts. Um, and so it was really fun to reconnect with Chris uh, here in Northfield. Let's uh, draw on your history a little bit in relationship to uh, Northfield. Of course, we have a small downtown and it's very historic. And uh, the people here are very proud of the uh, historic aspect of it, including historic architecture. You know, Northfield uh, probably separated itself from a lot of smaller towns in the Midwest uh, early on with some uh, use some of the, the founding fathers, you know, of, uh, of back in the 1800s. Uh, 
built beautiful buildings back then, maybe even, uh, you know, some of the best in southern Minnesota, I believe. Uh, having dealt with, ha, have you dealt with a historic aspect, you know, like something like Northfield in the past? Do you have some experience with that? Absolutely, because, you know, by definition, when I say we only build in established places, they're mm-hmm. historic by nature. They're not always registered historic or the highest caliber architecture, but by definition, we're in environments that have been there for a long time, mm-hmm. 100 years typically. So we're every project is faced with how to fit in a neighborhood or a context that was built 100 years ago, back when we arranged our buildings differently. And so... Um, it really is the arrangement of the buildings more than the buildings that distinguishes a place like downtown. You know, building for building, their role in the main street is really to provide the street wall and the activity to make an enclosure, to make a comfortable space to be in. It's not necessary to be outstanding architecture every lineal foot and call attention to yourself. We often think of good buildings as just being soldiers creating a great public space mm-hmm. um, and Northfield the historic patterns do that division is a lovely the enclosure that the historic buildings form there people are intuitively attracted to that and part of what I said we're doing here is we're making more of Northfield more of what we've heard people like about Northfield they love the downtown and so much of the development in Northfield in the last 25 years has not really reflected the pattern or the principles of downtown and while we care about every corner of the community and think that every change to our built environment ought to be looked at as carefully as we're looking at the archer. Um, it's worth protecting downtown. And, uh, and so we, we work in those environments. We think we understand them, the human scale, the challenges of parking, parking, parking comes up and, uh, and how the different uses get along. People love the restaurant in the building, but now when they're pouring the beer bottles out at two in the morning, if you're sleeping above. So <laughs> mixed use is a very popular environment, but it does have some challenges as well. Let's talk about the uh, Archer, because as you mentioned before, there's uh, some unique challenges to that with with the river and it being you know, the first uh, in town to kind of bring the river in uh, on a larger scale, you know, a new building type scale. Um, what were those design challenges and have you worked through them all? We've recently seen a uh, quote unquote 75% uh, uh, design. Uh, what what are some of the key elements of that design that you like that have been challenges? And where's the other 25% going to come well, from? Let me, let me clarify that. I would say what we presented at the HP last week was 100% design mm-hmm. subject to continued communication and feedback from the community. In other words, that's our best shot, folks. You're seeing it all right there. If there are parts of it you want to talk about or aren't so comfortable with, that's the part that will change. So there's not an unfinished 25%. We've presented our best offer there, and yet it is still subject to review and scrutiny and conversation with the community. And there are a couple uh, items we got particular feedback on where we're admittedly trying to kind of push the envelope a little bit The Archer, one of the things distinctive about it from our point of view, was very much of a decorated box. Used a lot of ornament that was very popular at that time that was applied to the box as opposed to being in the architecture itself. And so we've been challenged to try to figure out what does modern ornament look like? If we wanted to add ornament to this building to kind of reflect that tradition, what would it look like? And we've used a couple of uh, new ideas, tiles that are used in some strategic places to add a lot of detail, some brick corbeling and some fine-grained brick details that you see in a lot of the older buildings. 
we tend to actually get them more monochromatic to that's just more modern than multicolored and then probably the most controversial item and we're going to present a, an alternative for folks to understand that if this is a little too much, we have other approaches. But we proposed this this scrim that sits over the main entry that would actually be an art project we'd committed, commission an artist to do. And there was some good discussion about whether that fits or not. And so that's very much under, under consideration, that element. And we may, in fact, go a different direction. But that's that's the part of the community dialogue that's really positive, I think, is to is for us to really experience the design team we have to present our best ideas and see which direction. One's a little more conservative, one's a little more aggressive, and see where the community wants to land. Our goal would be to have this scrim over the entry be something that people said, you know, next time you're downtown or next time you're in Northfield, you got to go by and check that out. That's really something special. Our alternative is very attractive, but people wouldn't go out of their way to see it. Mm-hmm. So we're trying to come up with something like that because the archer really had that standing in the community and what would be our modern offering to get that same status? Once again, uh, Michael Lander with the Lander Group is uh, with us. He's a part of uh, the de- uh, development team on several projects in downtown Northfield. Uh, let's uh, move it over to Fifth and Washington, that mixed-use building. Uh, we have seen, uh, let's get quote-unquote 50% drawing or something. Uh, where are you at with that? It appears that the, t- the, that the timeline you'd like to move forward, break ground and such, is somewhat similar to the uh, Archer House. Uh, and where are you at in that process? Well, I think the archer's probably going to get out ahead of us. Mm-hmm. Um, we had looked, the building itself is the single biggest user is parking. It's a precast concrete building, and to design and get delivery on that is actually pushing us into next spring start. The archer's hoping to start this fall. Um, but again, the program there is a 13,000-square-foot municipal liquor store uh, and two small mixed-use buildings that have... 800 and 1,000 square foot store opportunities for to attract some small businesses to downtown with apartments above, many, much like the older buildings here, just to add some flavor to the project. And then 17, we call it liner apartments that really are lining the parking ramp. So you're looking at some beautiful residential entries and windows with people and light in them rather than a blank wall of a parking garage. So that's the overall program there. And we are just working through all the challenges to get it designed and put together. But one of the things, the liquor store is one component, but this whole parking I wanted to comment on, because I think if we lined up everybody in Northfield, they'd all have an opinion about parking. There's a group that says we should not build one more parking spot. we got to move into the next generation of mobility. You know, that's wrecking our world. There's other people think that the downtown will never have enough parking. And so it's been challenging and interesting for us to really wrestle with this parking. And again, we went to a national expert to help us assess the problem. We're reading tomorrow for the first time with a really experienced parking manager. And the, the, the long and the short is we have some really smart people looking at it. We've learned some things already. People in Northfield walk and bike a lot more than the national average. So we're off to a good start here if we give them an environment that enhances those things. There's a desire for that, and that's really good. And that we found out that 70% of the available parking downtown is private lots that are only used 30% of the time. 30% of the parking downtown is public lots. Those are used 60% of the time. So one of the things we're doing with this new parking ramp is we're moving our inventory of parking from public, excuse me, from private to public, so more of it's used more effectively. Most downtowns like Northfield have plenty of actual spaces, but they're not arranged and managed in a way that actually works. And so we're, we're working on fixing that.
And that's uh, I find that very interesting and intriguing, and and making the rest of it work. Uh, you mentioned walkability and uh, being able to move around, and and also making the building fit into downtown Northfield. That uh, talk about that aspect in relation to that uh, Fifth and Washington. Were there certain challenges uh, there that uh, you were looking at? Well, both at Fifth and Water and at Fifth and Washington, the sites that we're working on are, are right outside the historic district. They literally share a, a property line, but they're not in the district. And we were asked at the very beginning when we first came down what we thought about that, and we said we don't really see those lines. We think that all the buildings downtown should really follow the same principles that a historic district does. And so we would we would be challenged by and intend to, to fit in. We don't have to go by the exact guidelines, but we're really – it, it committed to that same spirit that this building wants to fit in. It has some more modern elements. London is my favorite place because it has a spectacular collection of old, old buildings right folded in with some really modern ones. And I love that juxtaposition. I think that gives a community life. So um, while the Archer and Fifth and Washington have some more traditional uh, base to their architecture, they're both very distinctly modern buildings as well. And that whole question that you raised about fitting in, that really drives us. That question, what is it that fits in? And that's the dialogue with the community. How are we doing? Do you think what we're putting forth fits Northfield? Let's talk about that Fifth and Water development where the liquor store currently resides. Uh, that will be developed into a, some type of hotel. Will it be multi-use as well? Or? Yeah, we have our, our, our plan A on that site. Developers have to have a backup plans. is to develop a boutique hotel, a 60-room boutique hotel to become the local a local place uh, uh, for the community to gather on the riverfront, on the new green space that's created there. We need to acquire the old post office parking lot in order to have a large enough site to build the hotel. So since we have not yet acquired that, we're not 100% sure we can do the hotel. If we're not able to acquire the parking lot, the building itself would be retained and repurposed, the post office, but really the parking lot would become part of a hotel plan. Um, we will build just on the existing liquor store and Ameriprise building site, a little smaller site, and that would be more of a mixed-use building with apartments and commercial. It wouldn't be big enough to accommodate a hotel. Let's look at the future uh, just briefly. You get these projects uh, all done. Northfield has a lot of other projects that have been areas that have been identified that could be, be uh, developed uh, both in the downtown and in some uh, out of the uh, downtown area. Uh, I guess the tough, will you be done after these developments or do you think, uh, would you, uh, is there something that intrigues you that you'd like to con you, keep you continuing to, uh, to do some development yeah, here? Yeah. I, I love this work. Some of the people that work with me going, aren't you going to quit sometime? Um, but I'm 71. I love this work. I intend to keep doing it. Uh, but I intend to keep doing it where it really is joyful and productive for me. And that really requires uh, a proactive, positive public sector and city leadership. Because I really, we really can't come and help communities or be effective if we're fighting with the leaders. And we like to think that we're helping Ben and the other city leaders here deliver the community vision. What do you want this place to be? Uh, we And if you want it to be like your old downtown, we can build that for you. That's what we do. And so we hope to do more projects here. I'm not exactly sure how long, how much steam I've got, but I, as long as that relationship is good, we think there's market potential here. We work with a small segment of the market right off the bat. Doesn't everybody want a suburban house 
a lot of the market does. There's an emerging market of one and two person households. More kids are getting, uh, you know, growing up. More parents are saying goodbye to their kids and moving into an empty nester. So our markets at the Lander Group have been one and two person households, multifamily. And there's a segment of that market that loves walkability. So we have this notion that Northfield Star is going to rise amongst those folks if we can provide some great new housing opportunities downtown because it's proximate to the Twin Cities. Their kids probably live in the southern suburbs. And so we think there's a lot of market opportunity here. We're actually just commissioning a study now to go, how much? I mean, what does that really look like? What is the potential? It's all intuitive at this point that people will want to live downtown. Well, we are out of time. We'd like to, we'd love to have you back on here sometime as these uh, projects progress. Uh, You're welcome to come on back uh, down to KYMN Studios whenever you're in town. We'll talk about it some more. Thank you. Will do. There'll be more to keep you up on. All right. Michael Lander, once again, the uh, principal in the Lander Group. You're listening to 95.1 FM and AM 1080 KYMN Northfield.